Amen. God bless you again, and it's awesome to be in the house of the Lord and as uh, God's people to honor and to worship Him. Es una bendición estar en la casa de Dios uh, para adorarle y alabar su nombre. Amen. Y ahí donde usted se encuentra en esta mañana, wherever you are this morning, praise God that we have the opportunity to honor and to worship our God. Tenemos la bendición de adorar y glorificar a nuestro Dios. En esta mañana quiero compartir una palabra. I want to share a word that God put in my heart a few weeks ago as I was traveling to Corpus. I was uh, looking at the fields and I was telling my wife, look at the harvest, honey. I think this year is going to be a great harvest. The, the corn and the, and the cotton fields, they, they look green. It's like it's, they're really growing. And I was telling her with a little bit more water, I think we're going to have a great harvest this year. Le decía a mi esposa, cuando iba para Corpus en un viaje, miraba los labores y las miraba verdes, el algodón bien verde, y él decía a mi esposa, con un poquito más de agua, yo creo que vamos a tener una buen cosecha este año. Amen. So that's what I, uh, uh, I was impressed as I was traveling. So today, I want to read the word of the Lord in the book of Matthew. Quiero compartir la palabra del Señor en el libro de Mateo, el capítulo 9 y el versículo 35. En Matthew chapter 9 and verse 35, starting there. Uh, the harvest is ready. La cosecha está lista. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the scripture reads, when Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing all disease and sickness, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said, To his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the harvest field. Dice la palabra, the word of the Lord reads in Spanish. Recorría Jesús todas las ciudades y aldeas enseñando en las sinagogas de ellos y predicando el evangelio delante del reino y sanando toda enfermedad y toda dolencia en el, en el pueblo y al ver las multitudes tuvo compasión de ellas porque estaban desamparadas y des, dispersas como ovejas que no, tiene, que no tienen pastor entonces dijo a sus discípulos a la verdad la meéis es mucha mas los obreros pocos rogar pues al señor de la meéis que envíe Obreros asumies. Let us pray. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, again, we thank you for this morning and we thank you, Holy Spirit, as you continue to do a mighty work in the church today, Father. We thank you, Holy God, because I know that you are faithful to your promises. You said you'd never leave us. And even though when we walk through the valleys of shadow of death, we will fear no evil for your rod, your staff, that comfort us. And this morning, Father God, hallelujah, I, I thank you for the opportunity to share your word, Father God, and to see 
um, or to know, God, that you're in control of every situation. I pray this morning that you would open our eyes that we would see, God, your mighty hand moving in this nation. Even though we see all this uh, chaos, the enemy says, the Bible says the enemy came to kill, steal, and destroy. But you have given us, you have come to give us life and life in abundance. And God, we thank you this morning as we continue to go forward. We pray that you would help us, God, to live victorious lives in these last days and that your name would be glorified. I pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Again, I want to share a little bit about uh, the harvest is ready. La cosecha está lista. Amen. Uh, and also, the scripture that I read, it, it starts in verse 35, when Jesus went through all the towns and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the good news uh, of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. First of all, it says Jesus went through all the villages. Uh, and Sister Laura, as she was uh, sharing a while ago some words, uh, she mentioned about the chaos that's going on, the things that are going on. But she said something that is very, very, very important that I think all of us that are hearing and as we continue to live in these last days, the answer uh, uh, is Jesus. La, la respuesta para todas nuestras uh, problemas que tenemos es Cristo Jesús. Amen. Uh, let that sink in our hearts. The only solution to all these situations is Jesus. And Jesus, when he saw, when he went to the villages, he went and, and he started to preach the kingdom of God. Él comenzó a predicar el reino de Dios. Amen. And, and I praise God for the church today. And I want to encourage the church to continue to go and do what God has called us to do. And it is to preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. De que sigamos predicando el evangelio de nuestro Señor Jesucristo. That Jesus loves you. That Jesus cares for you. That Jesus left his throne in heaven and came to uh, this earth as a man. Walked on this earth for 30, uh, for, uh, 30 years. And he died on the cross of Calvary for our sins. But not only died, but he also rose again. Amen. And he lives today. Amen. And, and we continue to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then he said he went to teach. He teached them. Les enseñaba. And so important for, for us, the church, to continue to do in our day. That we would teach. Enseñar a la iglesia. ¿Verdad? Que a él es la respuesta. And, and, you know, I've mentioned this many times and I do it a lot of times at the church. That any pastor, every pastor or minister or priest, I guess the desire of us is to see a congregation that is mature, that is growing in their walk with God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Uh, because when we grow in the things of God, when we know about the Bible, when we understand, when it's settled in our hearts that the only solution to our problems is Jesus Christ. Amen. When we understand and when we learn to live a life that, that pleases God, 
You know, it's not just that I go to Emmanuel Christian Church, so I'm going to make it to heaven. No, it's much more than that. It is living a life that is holy. It's living a life that is pleasing to God, that is walking in obedience. And, and uh, as all of us as believers that have walked in this, in this journey, we know that this walk is not an easy walk. El caminar en este camino de, de ser cristiano no es fácil. It is not easy. But God requires of us. Dios requiere de nosotros santidad, holiness, and righteousness. Amen. So Jesus went about teaching uh, everywhere he went. And then he went about healing. Sanando a todos de toda dolencia, de toda enfermedad. And I really believe now more than ever, church, hallelujah, God um, is going to do a great thing. Even though we see chaos and a lot of uh, things around our nation, God wants to heal our land. Dios quiere sanar nuestro país. Amen. He wants to heal our pain. The Bible says in, in verse uh, 36, <coughs> excuse me. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. El versículo 36, y al ver las multitudes tuvo compasión de ellas porque estaban dispersadas y dispersadas como ovejas que no tienen pastor. Amen. The scripture says Jesus had compassion on them. La misión de Cristo, the mission of Christ, was to show compassion. Enseñar compasión. He was to express and demonstrate God's compassion. Él estaba para expresar y demostrar la compasión de Dios. The kind of compassion all men are to have for all other men. Amen. Uh, not to be quick to judge, but to show compassion. Um, he saw those following him, those in the villages, in the cities, in the countrysides, in the synagogues, in the mountains, by the seashore, by the graveyard, in boats, in homes. He was, the Bible says, he was moved with compassion. Donde quiera que él iba, era compasivo. And even today, I believe Jesus wants to meet our physical needs. Él quiere ver, uh, uh, suplir nuestras necesidades, la hambre, el, el dolor, el sufrimiento. Uh, Jesus is moved, hallelujah, because uh, the, for the spiritual need of man today. So this morning, you know, and, and I want to encourage you again, quiero animarlos, no one escapes the eyes of the heart of Jesus. No hay una persona que pueda decir, there's, I believe there's not one person that can say that, that God doesn't see me. Even though when we're going through those valleys and those hurts and those pains and those sufferings, uh, uh, we might say, where are you, God? But I want to tell you this morning, and I want to encourage you, right there where you're going, God has compassion for you. Él conoce tu corazón. He knows your heart. He knows your suffering. And he cares for you. 
Amen. And, and this morning again, a church, now more than ever, we as a church need to be a church of compassion. And we need to pray. Um, in in um, Matthew chapter uh, 9, and, and again, it says, Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the harvest field. The harvest is plentiful. You know, when I was going down that field, I looked at the, at the, yard, at the fields, and I said, man, they are green, and they're high. I, I bet you with a little bit more rain, uh, and, and then... Uh, the, the cotton and the corn, everything is going to be a great harvest. And, and I was blessed, one, to see that through all we're going through, you know, to see the pain and the hurt and the division and everything that we're going, going through, just to see and, to, and for me to look at that harvest and know that there's a harvest coming. It's going to be a good one. Because our Heavenly Father, I, I was, in my mind, I was looking. He's looking down at us, and he's watering the, the fields, and, and there's going to be a great harvest. You know, uh, the farmers are happy, and soon we'll, you know, we'll, cotton and all of this, what they use it for. I don't know all about all of that, but the farmers and the manufacturers and everybody else that, that reap from that harvest are rejoicing because there's the harvest. But the scripture also talks to us as a church about the great harvest. There's men everywhere, weary, scattered, and they are like sheep without a shepherd. They're trying to find a solution, an answer to our problems. And, and, and it looks like we, there's not none. But God reminds us in the... John chapter 4 and verse 35 and 36, it says, There are yet four months, and then comes harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And he that reaps receives wages and gathers fruit unto eternal life. Both he that sows and he that reaps may rejoice together. Amen. Um, and and the, the word of God reminds us in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. Let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season we will reap if we faint not. But no nos cansemos de hacer el bien. Porque a su tiempo cegaremos si no desmayamos. You know, we can, we, even though things may not look good today, we can look forward and know that if I don't give up, if I keep pressing on, if I keep seeking God, there's a harvest coming. There's a great harvest coming. And I hear, I've heard this for many years, a great harvest of souls. 
una gran cosecha de almas. And for every believer, that should be something that should be deep in our hearts. Because we all have loved ones that are not serving God today. Hay personas en este día que no le están sirviendo a Dios. Quizás en un tiempo le sirvieron, maybe at one time they served them, they served him, but today they're lost, like sheep without a shepherd. This morning, God is reminding us, do not grow weary, no te canses, don't give up. Amen, there's hope. The harvest is plentiful. Um, I am blessed here at Emmanuel Christian Church. We have a, <clears throat> a ministry for the children. And while we haven't been able to have a service here at the church, every Tuesday there's a children's program for the children. And uh, I'm blessed, you know, I can see in my mind the children at home, they're dancing and praising God and Sister Mariana, Sister Patricia ministering to their lives. They even gave me a little part uh, and it just really encouraged me because children are important to the Lord. No one can enter to the kingdom of heaven unless you are born again or like a child, como un niño. A child is innocent. When they're born, they don't understand about all sin and everything. And they look like, like, I mean, they bring so much joy to our lives. But there is a great harvest of children coming still, and they're coming. <clears throat> this last uh, year, uh, like last couple of months, we've had about three or four children born uh, of um, families here at Emmanuel Christian Church. And uh, so I'm thinking, man, our, the f our future is going to be promising, amen, because children need to be reached and taught. And parents, we have a responsibility, tenemos una responsabilidad de enseñarle a nuestros hijos to teach our children of the things of God. There's a great harvest of young children, you know, uh, don't, you might say, was pastor here in my church, there's, uh, uh, there's no kids, no children. Open our eyes and see that the fields are white. Abrir nuestros ojos, la cosecha está blanca. Amen. And that means there are children out there that, that need to hear about Jesus. Uh, I, I, through the years I've been blessed at Emmanuel Christian Church as I've seen uh, children come in and they've grown and they've gotten married and they've gone. It has blessed our lives. And, and some of those children are still blessing us because they're still here as an adult. And I praise God for that blessing. We have young children, we have young people that need to be reached and be grounded in the Word of God. Necesitamos, hay una gran cosecha de niños, de jóvenes que tenemos que alcanzar y enseñarles la palabra de Dios. You know, it's not always easy. There, I remember many years ago, me and Sister Eva, we had a, a, a young people, and it was, it, was, it was a load for me and Sister Eva, but we would take them all over the place. And uh, it's a blessing to have young people in the house of God, 
to worship. And there the future of tomorrow is in el futuro de mañana. You know, we just celebrated uh, graduation all over the United States here. Uh, yesterday we had uh, HM uh, graduates graduate, and I praise God for them. Last week we had an academy, amen, and then bishop. And, you know, just to see these young people, they're growing, and what a beautiful sight to see them honoring and worshiping God. But it takes work. Se lleva trabajo. There has to be workers willing to say, you know what, Pastor, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help this young. I want to see these young people grow. Amen. Because when they grow, they, definitely the church continues to grow. And there's a great harvest of young people that need to be reached and grounded in the Word of God. Uh, there's also a harvest of women that need to be reached and taught the confidence and the protection of God's love. Uh, I, uh, there are many women today that today maybe they're not serving God. But today, as God reminds us, there's a great harvest of souls. Not only of children, uh, of young people, but women that need to hear the gospel of God. That they need to be embraced with the love of God that God has given us. God has promised, again, never to leave us or forsake us. And we are covered by the blood of Jesus when we are children of the living God. And again, also the harvest of men. Um, they need to be reached and taught the strength and the security of God's direction and care. So important for the God, man to be a godly man that loves God with all his heart. Statistics show that if a man comes to church, the family will come. 95 or 96% of the family would come if the man would come to church. And I believe, and one of the things that I am passionate about is to see the man Come to the feet of Jesus. And not only just come to church, but be involved and, and, and take part in the, in the family. The responsibility that comes along with being a father. It's so, it's so great. And I think the harvest today is ripe. Amen. You might say, but my dad, he doesn't serve God. Or my mother doesn't serve God. Or my children, they're, they're, they're rebellious. They're running away from God. Or my children. No, I want us <clears throat> this morning to know there's a great harvest of souls. And we need to have that vision of that great harvest of souls. Uh, but the scripture also says, um, it says, um, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Los trabajadores son pocos. They're few. It's not easy. It is not easy, really, I know, to be involved in doing the work of God. There, throughout the world, there's missionaries that go and they proclaim, they go because they have been called to go and preach. But even just to be involved in the church, uh, being, uh, if they ask you, uh, uh, brother, can you help me with these young people? Or with the children? 
There are some of us that are gifted with children. That uh, they, the children, they're just like attracted to them because they have the gift of God to minister to the children. And then there's the uh, uh, people that are uh, called by God to minister to the lives of the young people. And, and, and when the, it's in like they follow them. They, they, have, they have the words, the things that they need to attract them. And, and that's so important. But the scripture says the labors are few. We need to be able to uh, pray. Uh, the scripture again says, but the workers are few. And then verse 38 says, ask the Lord of the harvest. Ask the Lord of the harvest. In uh, Romans chapter 10 and verse 14, it says, in Romanos 10, 14, how then shall they call on him? Or, or how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of, God, of good things. Amen. In James chapter 4, verse 2 says, Ye have not because you ask not. Amen. God is calling us, church. God is calling harvest or, or um, labors to the fields. And uh, well, I know the biggest blessing to a person that serves God is when you say yes to Jesus. I don't know how to speak. I mean, I'm not that educated. I'm not handsome or whatever excuse you want to put why you're afraid to go. But if you say yes to Jesus, and today Jesus is telling you, sign up. Get involved. Do the work. And when you say yes to Jesus, there you are, you're going to reap a great harvest. A harvest of men and women and children in this generation. You know, and there's a certain time, if, if, as I was traveling Corpus, I looked at the field, it was green. But there's a season. After a while, they come and they reap and they pick up the harvest. But if you don't reap that harvest, that harvest is going to wither. It's going to die. And it's sad because we don't rejoice in the harvest, the, whatever we can get out of the cotton and all of that. But more sad is there's people that need to hear about Jesus, need to be taught. And when we take time and say, God, you could use me. In the little things or in the big things, you could use me. We will see a great harvest of souls. Amen. People that 
if, if because you said yes to Jesus, he equipped you. And, and you will see a great harvest of people. And I, I just want to encourage the, the church again uh, to pray to the God for this great harvest or the labors. We need them. Uh, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching there unto with all perseverance and supplications for the saints. Church, uh, the vision of the great harvest is we need great people of prayer. Necesitamos la oración. And I praise God today because I know that God is calling our nation. Dios está llamando a nuestra nación a ser guerreros de oración, to be prayer warriors. We see all these things that are going on, and we're trying to find a solution. But we need Jesus. We need people to stand up and say the answer is Jesus. And not only say it, but that they could look, they can see your life, ellos puedan ver tu vida, and all they can see is Jesus in you. Because you have decided, I have decided, I'm going to follow Jesus. I'm going to do what God calls me to do. Whether it's a little thing or the big thing, God has called you to do something for the kingdom of God. And when we do it, I know we will see a great harvest of souls, but we need to be people of prayer. Um, praying always uh, for the souls. Uh, I want to invite the praise team to come. And uh, last week as I preached, I missed the scripture that I, 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 I didn't do it. And I want to share with you this morning the scripture. In, in, in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4. In 2 uh, Corinthians chapter 4, it says, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not preach ourselves but Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, is, for God who said, let Light shine on the darkness. Make his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. En, el, en los cuales el Dios de este siglo cegó el entendimiento de los incrédulos para que no le resplandezca la luz del evangelio de la gloria de Cristo, el cual es la imagen de Dios. You know, many people today are blind because they have not seen Christ. They have not said yet to Jesus. They live in darkness. They want to make, they want to do solutions in their own way. I think this is the way it's supposed to be done. And they want to run with their own ideas and their own uh, dreams and whatever they have because they're blind to the light of the gospel 
But then the scripture says, porque no, no, porque no nos predicamos a nosotros mismos, sino a Jesucristo como Señor. Y nos, nosotros como siervos por el amor de Cristo. We preach Jesus, not ourselves. This is the mission for us, church, to go and tell the world that Jesus is the answer. And we are his servants. Somos sus siervos. Porque el Dios que mandó que, se, que de las tinieblas resplandece la luz es el que resplandece en nuestro corazón para la iluminación del conocimiento de la gloria de Dios en faz de Jesucristo. Again, for God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. The best miracle that you'll ever receive, el milagro más grande que tú puedes recibir, es que Cristo sea Señor de tu vida, es that Jesus would be Lord of your life. Because your eyes will be open to the life of Jesus Christ. The sinful life that we live without Christ, and the darkness is, will be exposed. And we could see and say, God, forgive me. I open my heart. Come into my heart. Cleanse me. And when Jesus is Lord of your life, and when Jesus is Lord of our nation, we will see the power of God manifested even in a greater dimension. Again, this morning, I want to encourage you. Quiero animarte a ti que me escuchas. Cristo te ama. Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. Father God, Lord, we thank you this moment for your, your great love. We thank you, Father God, and for the great harvest of souls. I pray this morning that you would open our eyes to see your mighty hand and power manifested today. The enemy is a defeated foe. El diablo está derrotado. No tiene parte ni suerte en nuestra vida. He has no power, no authority over our lives. For your word says, tu palabra dice, somos más que vencedores en Cristo Jesús. Y ahora, Padre, aquella persona que me escucha, that person that is listening right now, Father God, if they do not know Christ, that you would come, they would open their heart to you, God, and that you would come and take control of their lives as they open their hearts to you. And God, that they would serve you with all their heart, with all their mind, with all their soul. To live a life that is pleasing to you. Not just to say, I am a Christian, but to say, I am a servant of the living God. And again, Father God, I thank you for the church today as we continue to go forward. Proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost world. Help us, God, not to grow weary, but in all that your name would be glorified. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Oramos en el nombre poderoso de nuestro Señor Jesucristo. Amen. God bless you all this morning. And again, we love you. And uh, uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. God bless you.